conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner. Welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the, the we. we. Conscious couples and individuals, welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. For episode number 55 today, we have a special one for you. It is, are you in a conditional love cycle? A lot of people have talked about unconditional love and conditional love in particular, and that's what today is going to be about. As always, thank you so much to Next Level Podcast Solutions for producing this episode and this podcast, audio, video, all of the above. As always, love. What is your intention for today's episode? My intention is to um, really help our listeners dig into whether or not they are in a conditional love cycle. And through the incredible story that you will be telling, which might rock the boat for some people and it might trigger some people, but I think that this concept, this conversation is really important because if you are in a conditional love cycle, whatever, wherever you fall on the spectrum, it's that much more important for you to acknowledge that and to work through so that you can get out of that because of the detriments to that. Okay. So I have, uh, as, as the listeners know, we do relationship talks coaching, but I also have peak performance coaching. I do business consulting as well. Mm -hmm. And so one of the awesome parts about that is that you learn the ins and outs of so many different lives, so many different cultures, so many different countries from all over the world. And you have such a large statistical sample set of all different types of people. And, and you see these common patterns that people deal with. The conditional love cycle is definitely common. Okay. So if you find yourself in this, mm -hmm. you're very much not alone. This is not a you thing. This is a human thing. Go ahead. Baby. So I was just going to ask to set the tone for the listeners. What is a conditional love cycle before you go into the story? A conditional love cycle is essentially when you do not comply with what someone else wants you to be or do, you get lashed out at or your fears get poked, so to speak. I, I like to think of them as jabs or gut checks, mm -hmm. aka someone pokes your, your buttons, they push your buttons, they they poke your deepest fears, they threaten you, they, mm -hmm. they threaten to leave, X, Y, Z. Okay. If you do comply, you get love and approval mm -hmm. and you're good. So yeah. picture a relationship, and I can think of past relationships, where when you are the way you your partner wants you to be, mm -hmm. the relationship is great. Right. The moment you start to grow and evolve and change and chase your dreams or whatever, the relationship starts to get rocky yeah. and the, the partner starts to lash out in these weird ways. And this can go for friendships and family members, definitely oh, yeah. different things like that. But we're going to talk about intimate relationships today. So I have this one client in particular who, and every single time I coach someone, I'm always thinking of this. What are the person's places, things, and ideas that this person has that is constructing the best version of them or destructing yeah. the best version of them? So, so what's constructive? What's destructive? 
usually I start with people in my head. And I have certain clients where it's like, there's no red flags. I can think of one client in particular who is with a partner that it's like, I am literally amazed by this man and I've never even met him (laughs) because she's this huge bright light with these big goals and dreams. She's incredible and he is so secure and there's zero red flags. Whereas I have some other people that I coach and it's like, ooh, okay, so red flag, red flag, red flag. Yeah. And this person I coach in particular, I'll keep it anonymous, of course, she has these huge dreams, huge goals. She's a business owner and she's multi-million dollar business owner. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a big business It's and it's growing really, really well. And she has these huge goals. Mm-hmm. And so she has to grow a lot in order to achieve them. And I know that and she knows that. And I had to sit her down and say, listen, and again, this is through many calls. I didn't just start here. Okay. <laughs> so make that clear. But anyways, I essentially said, from my perspective, and again, I know that I'm not all-knowing, but I do this every day. From my perspective, you're not going to be able to achieve these goals because you're going to have to grow so much. And most likely that partner is going to constantly be jabbing your fears and leveraging your kids against you unconsciously because they don't want you to grow because they're afraid you're going to leave them. And that's their deepest fear. And so I can tell that you're stuck in a conditional uh, love cycle. Mm -hmm. And so I drew it out, right? So we're on whiteboard, we're on Zoom and I'm drawing it out. It's very, very simple. Picture compliance at the top and then there's two arrows one is to the left and it's if you comply with what they want you to be then you get approval and love Mm -hmm. if you do not you're going to get your deepest fear poked in this case it's the person's kids Mm -hmm. Um, and so you're going to have to either one go back to compliance and get approval and love and have the relationship be good which by the way if you do that you're not going to achieve your goals because what this person wants you to be from my perspective as your coach and your guide you cannot be and achieve these goals Mm -hmm. from my perspective. You're going to have to grow. You're going to have to evolve. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to work more or harder or whatever. So what you're going to have to do is face the deepest fear Mm. and realize, and this is what happens. Again, what happens when you punch a bully back in the face? They stop bullying you because most of their threats were empty threats. Not always, but most of the time. And I've done this in my own life as well. Okay, so if you think you're out there and you're in a conditional love cycle, here are some of the symptoms. You feel like you're walking on eggshells. Mm. You feel like you can't really be yourself. Um, You kind of feel like you have to ask permission Mm. for certain things before you go and do things. You feel like you can't take time for you. You feel guilty often about the decisions that you make, things like that. And, And you're not alone. This is a thing. Yeah. This is, this is a thing that happens at work. This is a thing that happens with family members, particularly with religion and different cultures and stuff like that. And this is definitely something that happens in marriages and in intimate relationships. And so instead of being vulnerable, humble, and honest and saying, hey, sweetheart, can we make this own rule book ourselves? And, and can we talk about this because I'm feeling guilt or shame about X, Y, Z? And then we decide together what's best. Instead, it's kind of this weird, like unwritten rule that you have to kind of apply or, or abide by. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're going to get lash out or you're going to get yelled at or you're going to get insert some subconscious triggering deepest fear poke. Mm-hmm. And so what you do is you face the bully. Um, you, you, you face the deepest fear. Yeah. Okay. You face the deepest fear. And if the deepest fear is them leaving you or cheating on you or the deepest fear is them yelling at you or leveraging your kids against you or whatever, you have to kind of face the fear and realize that most likely that person is just using these empty threats because they're doing this unconsciously. They're just scared 
that you're going to outgrow them at the deepest level. I think they're just fearful that they're not good enough. It's just fear. It's fear, fear run rampant, rampant. Typically when there is a high degree of necessity for compliance in relationships, kind of to that, that chart that you had driven or drawn for your client, whenever there is high degree of compliance necessary, it's because there's higher stakes. And the reason there's higher stakes is to what you just pointed to. The person on the other end of the relationship knows that you want to grow. And what's really happening deep down is they don't feel good enough to grow with you. They don't know how to, they don't feel capable of growing. They don't believe in themselves enough to be able to grow, support, whatever you need. And so the biggest fear and insecurity is typically triggered within them right? And so as a result, that compliance ends up getting projected onto the relationship. And so here's the thing. If someone is deep down very scarce and they're so scared on some deep level that you're going to leave them or outgrow them or that you're better than them, they are in scarcity. Mm -hmm. They're backed up against a wall. So they're going to do or say things to try to keep you small, for lack of better phrasing. And so you can stay you know, and you can stay stuck or you can face the fear Mm -hmm. and then they actually might grow as a result of that. And they probably will. will. They typically do. And so if you think about those, I mean, we see this in movies all the time. Mm -hmm. A couple breaks up, all of a sudden there's this montage of transformation of the guys on the treadmill. Suddenly (laughs) he got off the couch, he got a new job. Right. right? And that's what happens. Right. So, so in some ways, you know, this person ended up leaving this person Mm -hmm. and, and they're getting a separation. And, and most of the fears that she was most fearful of now that she's aware of them they were empty threats yeah most of them were empty threats and now she's empowered and she's actually seeing a new guy and she's just she literally has come to me and just thanked me so much for for helping her recognize that every single time she tried to be empowered she was getting these like little picture a stick being poked right in your deepest wound and now all of a sudden you're like too scared and you have to tiptoe again yeah and she was running these patterns of fear And when I said like that was happening, she realized it was happening. Now she has a choice. Mm -hmm. And so she's made the more empowering choice and everything is starting to open up now. (laughs) And you've helped me with this, with, you know, my family or past friends or whatever. And so every time you find yourself feeling like you have to comply, you got to question it. Yeah. There's always fear. There's always fear. underneath. I have two visuals that I want to give in this episode because I think that one of them comes back to my farmer roots. So I want everyone to think about like the cows that get turned out and then all of a sudden the farmers that are either seen and they're walking uh, with a prod, right? A cow prod that has an electrical zap at the end of it Mm -hmm. or on the horseback, right? So like cows are being cornered or um, lambs are being cornered at like when they get turned out and they stay in a herd because if any of the cows were to go outside of the herd, they would get prodded by this zap, right? So there would be a negative experience associated with it. That's essentially what's happening a lot of the times when people go outside of what a partner or a conditional love cycle is when they're not complying, there's that zap. Hey everyone, this is Alicia Romanowitz. I wanted to take a second and give a shout out to Alan and Amelia. I've been listening to Next Level University podcast um, for a while now, and I've also joined in on group coaching and book club, and I've gained so much value from these. And recently, I have started listening to the Conscious Couple podcast and then joined in on their their monthly meetups with relationship talks. And um, from here, my wife and I decided to jump on a call with them, and we had a few questions. This has just been a great experience. They not only provided us with some great tips and things to implement, they also got back with us and to check and see how we're doing. 
And that has just meant so much to my wife and I, and I just really wanted to give a shout out and thank them so much. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast or join in on the relationship talks, I highly recommend that. And also just jump on a call with them and get to know them a little bit better and just really lean into this resource. It's just been so valuable and I really appreciate it. Then the other visual that came up is I remember when I was growing up of, you know, it's like guys aren't supposed to wear pink, right? There's that thought. And and I'm sure a lot of people have been raised with that. That's an example of a conditional love cycle. Why? Because it it challenges the normalcy, right? It challenges what other people are safe and comfortable my with. My dad, my birth father used to say only the coolest guys can wear pink. Beautiful, yeah. right? My so mom like, used to always say that's that. That's awesome. Yeah. He wore purple and pink. And all, yeah. Oh, that's great. So like a lot of like, I remember growing up in high school, one of my, one of my biggest crushes, I remember he had like this, this pink polo on and there were so many people that would prod him guys in particular that would be like oh my god you're such a insert you know making fun of experience right to the to the poking at the biggest fears right you're such yeah. a you know demasculate whatever yep. noun you would have here and i remember he like he would pop up his it's collar it's like sneaky bullying it is it is, it is bullying, bullying yeah. because what it's doing it's it's poking poking that insecurity of his own masculinity of like no and then he said real men wear pink so i don't know about you guys and luckily that he was able to come out of that but like i feel like and what the data shows is that a lot of people don't have the courage to kind of poke back to your hit the bully in the face example or they don't want to stoop to their level yeah that's at least the story i've told myself as to why i don't and here's the thing because it's if it's an eye for an eye we all go blind exactly and but here's the problem you sometimes you do have to you do you have to fight back with that yeah and if if you poke their deepest fear you'll realize that they are weaker than you yeah in, in terms of the emotional fear and all that kind of stuff so you sometimes you got to punch the bully in the face, and I and I don't mean that literally, <laughs> yeah. although maybe, uh, but I do mean that figuratively. And and sometimes you give them a little taste of their own medicine. Yeah, you, and I, that's what I've found anyway. Sometimes you really do because you you realize eventually, like, oh, okay, you're not actually. Yeah, yeah, you're like, not. Why a- don't you have any goals? Yeah, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Why are you making me feel bad about my goals? Like, why yep. don't you have any? Have you goals? ever considered? I remember one time I did this. I said, Have you ever considered? Um, why you hang out with people who who don't have any dreams? Because right. she was always, oh, is everything goals and dreams to you? Right. Like, do you always have like, to be happy or like, like whatever it is? Yeah. And obnoxious. I said, do you ever wonder why, you know, how many people in your life, and it was a genuine question, yeah. have goals and dreams? Right. And she's like, honestly, only you. And I said, I said, doesn't that concern you? Yeah. And I said, because I'm going to be transparent. You're the only person in my life who doesn't. Mm. Right. And again, I'm not trying to like force her to get goals and dreams. Why are you constantly questioning me? Right. Why is there bullying? Right? And then why am I questioning myself when honestly, like, which is gaslighting. let's take an objective look here <laughs> yeah. at who I should be taking advice from. <laughs> right. And so that's what this is. Yeah. It's it's all subconscious. It's a, it's a weird it's sort of animalistic fear-based dominance hierarchical thing. Yeah. And if you're in a, com- uh, a conditional love cycle, you're going to have to face some sort of a deeper fear within yourself mm-hmm. and then hopefully stand up to whatever that proverbial bully is, whether it's society. Yeah deeming you less worthy because you're not straight or whatever it is and yeah. the, the society does this families do this religion does this and, and at the end of the day it takes courage to be who you really are yeah and at conscious couples podcast we want to see you who you really are mm. you know and there's one more story about a conditional love cycle i'll be quick essentially we have someone who who we're close with who who is gay 
And she, her family was so, so against it that she stayed hidden for so long. And when she was found out, she, she, her family saw her with another girl and she got kicked out of the house. Literally. And it's like, oh my God. And so Emilia and I were nearly in tears. I was in tears actually at her courage, um, her courage to just be like, screw you, I'm out. And so ever since (laughs) then she got out of that house. Mm -hmm. Now she's flourishing at a whole nother level. And that's what's possible. That's what's possible. Um, a lot of times the fears are injected and they're not valid. So you can do what Emilia always talks about, which is validate, dissipate. Mm. Is this real? Is this person really going to, you know, hurt me? Or are they just threatening? Is it empty threats? And again, mm. you know, um, at the end of the day, we just don't want to see people in conditional love cycles. I gave a training on this to my NLU team and I said, let's not do this to each other. Mm. And let's not ever stay in a conditional love cycle uh, with our families, with our friends, and with our intimate partners. And, and let's recognize and identify and rectify when we are. Mm. So this is a deep episode. I know we got to jump soon, but yeah. uh, what parting thoughts do you have? Left? I was just going to say, um, this is the thing. Fear masks itself in love when it comes to these conditional love cycles. And so a lot of people will be like, well, if they love me, then they wouldn't treat me like that. And then a lot of people gaslight themselves, be like, well, no, they love me. And this is why they have conditions on this, right? And a lot of people will hide, the bullies will hide behind that. The people that aren't willing to grow, the people that are deeply insecure, they'll hide behind, well, I love you and I'm concerned. So you should really think about your kids before you go do that next time or insert whatever manipulative tactic to to stop you from going and being more of yourself. It's like a slow light dim and eventually it takes the life out of you because the conditional cycle, it's masked as love but really underneath it it's it's cloaked fear <laughs> it is this is this is a powerful one i do i do want to share this i think that when you are in love i think that sometimes because you care so deeply about this person they are afraid. I'll give you an example. Yeah. So on our last episode, we talked about Tauriel, our, our little kitten, and how we're scared that she's going to um, get hurt. Yeah. And, and for those of you who didn't listen to the episode, essentially we found a glass uh, basically broken around her neck because she wanted to get water at the bottom of this glass. Yes. And I got rid of the glasses after that. Yeah. So I do want to share this truth, which is we are afraid of Tauriel getting hurt. So sometimes we make sure that she doesn't go into the garage, mm-hmm. for example. So in some ways, I want people to understand that there could be love underneath this. For sure. And I really do. But don't. that doesn't make an excuse, though. That's the thing. Because someone loves you and cares about you, they want you to be safe. So they say you have to wear a seatbelt or you have to X, Y, Z. Sometimes it can be because they love you. Right. So for example, love, when you were driving fast or weren't you know, safe on the road as much as I would have liked, I had to vulnerably share like, babe, I would really appreciate it if we could drive safer um, or slower because I'm, when I'm in the car in particular, but also, I also want you to drive safer too. Statistically, there was data underneath There that was data though. underneath so, that. And, but, but it doesn't change the fact that I am injecting fear on some level. Right. Because I'm like, babe, if you drive fast, you're more likely to get hurt. I don't want to see you hurt. Right. So I do, That's I'm not, not making an excuse for fear. I'm not making an excuse for conditional love cycles, but I do want everyone out there to know that you're probably unintentionally doing this to other people and you're unintentionally having this done to you by your family, intimate partner, friends. It's a belief system. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and it's and it's fear based and you can evolve past it but not unless you can identify it True. and i work really hard in our relationship sweetheart to you be as incredible. unconditionally loving as possible yeah and that's what the conscious couples podcast is all about it's about how do we make sure that we aren't I'm not putting conditions on Emilia to where she has to be how I think she should be and vice versa. Yeah. But how can I educate her of what I think might be best right. or what I might, might be optimal? And I Your think that that's a really important you do a great thing. Job with that. Thank you. Sweetie. Yeah. Thank you. I've tried really hard, but I also don't want you to ever feel controlled. Mm-hmm. So I literally will say you don't have to drive slower, but I do think you should. And it would make me feel better right. if you did. But I honor your choice. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that it takes a, a certain level of human to be able to do that. So you're not alone out there. Genuinely, everyone has dealt with this. It's yeah. to a certain extent. And uh, so for our next episode, uh, I'm sorry, for our next virtual relationship talks event, it is going to be the 21st event we've ever had. This is on March 9th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, creating financial goals with your partner. Um, again, there tends to be a lot of fear and conditional love around money. And there's a lot of like, if you're not the breadwinner, mm-hmm. a lot of times there's a conditional love cycle around that. How can you get together, sit down, get on the same page, learn about how to create financial goals together so that you can be on a team so that no one is feeling less than in this department? Um, we hope to see you there again. You can keep your cameras off, you can keep your microphone off, or you can participate a ton and join us as much as you'd like. The link to register will be in the show notes. As well as that, Alan and I make sure Every single Saturday, we allocate 30 minutes to create and cultivate a free, completely private safe space for you and your partner to talk about anything that you guys might be struggling with. This is a very beautiful, vulnerable space that we've created. And some of our listeners have taken advantage of that and have come out on the other side so grateful that they did show up, even if they were skeptical, didn't really know what it would look like. It's a casual conversation and talking about some of the things that we're struggling with and then being able to bring what we've learned with our clients to the table for you so that you can get out of the call feeling more empowered and more capable of actually working through those big struggles or challenges that you guys are. So completely private, free. This is 30 minutes on Saturday. The link to our calendars will be in the show notes. And that has been truly transformative for anyone that's taken advantage of that. It's been so cool to work and um, be with people around the world that are struggling because here's the thing. It doesn't matter what, what background you have, where you come from, the corner of the globe that you're clicking into Zoom on, right? We all struggle with these same things. And the feeling of that you're alone in this struggle, I know can be really, really challenging. So that is there for you every single Saturday, whenever you need it. And we would love to meet you as the listener so that we can all be more conscious couples together. If you think you might be in a conditional love cycle with a friend or family member or intimate partner, please book on our calendars. We'll help you identify that and work through it either with you or with your partner or both. Uh, let us know. We hope to see you there. Uh, as always, we, um, it's not about you or me. It's about the, the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community. So please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia and Alan is a Lazarus 88. Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. 
It's about the Wii. 